Got him like, he ain't leave college for this. One, two. October 19, 2018. Uh, we are recording this on Friday. That's right, episode 56, man. We are here. We are well. How's everything going with you, brother? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Just, it's been a long day and it's going to be even longer. I'm just a little tired. <laughs> but it's alright. It's nothing I ain't been through before. As long as you make it, man. Episode 56, we in here, man. Like tight underwear. All feels good. <laughs> Getting close to the episode 60. Uh, you guys already know what to do, man. Um, first things first, follow us on Instagram at ForsidePod. Um, we officially have a Twitter now. Go to that same name, ForsidePod. Search up Arden and Wills on YouTube. Give us an honest review. Listen to us. Subscribe. Speaking of the reviews, um, at the end of this episode, I did a random drawing this morning of the contest winners. Of the contest winner for the little contest I was holding for those that participated and submitted their reviews and things of that nature. Salute to y'all. And again, the winner of that will get a $50 gift card of their choosing. Don't act like you're too good for $50. Everybody, Everybody needs $50, beloved. You need it, I need it, preferably me. But it's the season of giving. Almost about to be the holidays. You already know what we gotta do for the people. Got to. Got to. Take that, take that. That's what we gotta do, man. But just to get into the show, oh man, quite a few things for, you know, Wills and I to talk about this week. But the first thing that's on the agenda will be the latest episode of the Joe Button Podcast. Why? Because Pusha T joined the fellas on the latest episode of the show. Um, as you all know, Drake appeared last week on LeBron's show, The Shop, talked about the beef, talked about his son and all that stuff. And Drake was able to say and do some things that, you know, basically told his side of the story that kind of changed the narrative or whatever the case may be. And Pusha being the cerebral man he is, he's definitely a master planner. I think I think that's very obvious by now. He's he, super villain. Super villain. So he goes on the Joe Budden podcast and as he says, I look at all your faces, I see lie detector testing. That's what we want to do. And uh, Wills, I'm gonna pass this to you, man, because what were some of the highlights from Push's appearance on the Joe Budden podcast that not only do the people need to know, but what really captured your attention? Um, I mean, the whole 40 thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't get the information from Kanye West. He got the information from Drake's best friend, 40. Can't kill Abel. Uh, that's what. That's what actually like I saw the headlines before the podcast. I mean, before I even listen, that's what made me listen to the um, podcast, and I listened to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually don't listen to three hours. Yeah, so three, three plus hours. Word, I get to like two. But me, <laughs> I actually listen to the whole joint. Like, but um, yeah, that um, he's actually like talking his shit when he like said. Uh, that was a W for me. Mm-hmm. It was like me um, exposing exposing the blackface and you going on your story. That's a W for me. Um, you having Jay Prince on this run talking about this and that. Like that was a W for me. Like, wasn't lying. And he wasn't lying. Wasn't so lying. He still, had, he still took the, like he still had the W. But initially, I'm just like I believe it. Then again, it's like do I believe it? Because it's like. 
Drake said on the LeBron show of forty like out of all the things Pusha T said, the forty yeah. like, hits was like that's what made him really mad and that's mm-hmm. what like made him want to go in like mm-hmm. not him dissing his mom or his son yeah his friend it's kind of weird but yeah so Drake said that so then now Pusha T says Drake's friend was the one that told I don't know it's like. I don't know. I believe it, but then it's like, is it true? I mean, I heard, I heard the conversations. I heard the conversations, like the phone conversations. Yeah. I don't know, bro. It's it's just it's, Honestly, it's weird. And then it's like this guy's also like picking at Drake. Yeah. <laughs> like Drake is like doing so much to like cover like his image because like he's such like a good guy. Yeah. He is like throwing all these things, and it's just like. Damn, like, oh, it's like what Pusha said, he was like, my ego's all fine. He's effed up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's true because it's like Drake is doing all these things. He said, like, I'm good. <laughs> like trying to protect his image, and it's just like Pusha T just like still has like one up on him. Like, Here's what I'll say because I was, I mean, I, I listen to all interviews closely or all conversations closely, but this one I was paying closer attention usual to. And I will say this off rip. I do not believe one second and the 40 were unveiling the uh, unveiling information. And the, and the one reason why it's very simple. I tweeted it the morning of the interview and it's something I said on the show last week. I said, push use the same dude who claimed they got the info about Drake's child from the uh, alleged Adidas deal. So how you go from the alleged Adidas deal, in which we still haven't seen much information from since then. In this day and age of information being easily accessible, like somebody would have gave up like, yo, this is how the design would have looked. This would have been the cover art. This is how much Drake would have got. None of that came out, bro. And you were saying that. So now you want me to believe that 40 out of all people, after all these years, Told you, and then you said like forty um spends five or six hours yeah home. And in fact, what the hell yeah, has five or six hours. Yeah, and in fact, it's let's also talk about the fact that even if it wasn't forty, let's say if it was the chick that forty is allegedly with, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I I personally don't think forty would even be the type to tell a lot of that information because it's simple. If all of them OVO dudes are knocking down boots. And having these chicks, a lot more information would have came out over the years. I'm, I'm sorry, like now all of a sudden, Pusha, you're not gonna be the guy that is suddenly is the holder of all truths here. Like I just don't believe that. I, I like I looked at that and I was like, Pusha, you're lying. Second thing, Pusha, don't act like Drake brought all of this back up when you had a lot of interviews that talked about the yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like, so he tried, you to say, he tried to say he was quiet about it. And I'm like, bro, like. It's a I lot of flipping on Pusha T interviews because it's like that's all they would talk about, bro. Like they're not even talking about And you're now. willingly talking about it. Yeah, like you're willingly it. talking about it. I mean he I mean the type of time he's on, he doesn't care, so I understand he he wants all the smoke, but he's about that. But but he also has to know what it does, even if he doesn't admit it. Like you know this gave you a boost. Because I'm gonna say Pusha T throughout the years has been relevant. I'm not one of those fans that's gonna be like, oh, Pusha wasn't a relevant. No, Pusha's 
one way or the other have been relevant. There's just different levels to it. But it gave him a boost. It clearly gave him a boost in sales because I still feel as if this was the wrong push of T out to overhype the way he did. That's just how I feel. They taunted the meaning and all that compared to his other joints. I felt like the overhype came from the beef. But I will say this before I pass this to you. And I and I want your opinion on this. I will say I believe in both men. I believe that there's truth from both sides, and both sides can either be embellishing their truth or just speaking their truth. I believe Jay Cole hardly when it comes to Kanye. Because everything about him and Ye, along with Miami, shows why that was the logical thing that happened. But I also believe pushing certain things such as, yo, I was already gonna go at you, but you mentioned my wife. Perfect. Cause I'm a believer, bro. No, I don't I believe there's rap. I don't believe there's rules in rap. In the same way, I don't believe there's rules even then, like, especially with Funky Bro. Kind of like with uh, Styles P said, he made like a whole, like a lot of, he made a bunch of sense with the whole like Drake. You can't come in and saying his rules, but it's like you're not even following the rules because you have a ghostwriter. So it's like I understand you're like up there and that guy, but it's like you can't come like. Not saying down here, but you can't like say there's rules when it's like you're not even following the rules yourself. So it's like I under like so. Besides that ghostwriting thing, everything Styles saying was true. Uh, I believe that because it's like, and, and here's another two to add to that. Your opponent Drake dictated where this fight was going. Yeah, you didn't. And he like you all the smoke, so I just, yeah. I just say I feel like right now Drake has to drop that track. I hope he doesn't. Why? Here's why. Because, like I said, I, I just to finish that point. I feel like both guys are telling the truth. I believe Drake when it comes to Kanye. I believe Push when it comes to the fact that, yo, Drake definitely was offering money and that people was going behind him. Yeah. But I think it's just at this point for Drake, this is just a fight that you can't revisit right now. You can't enter it again because when you had your moment to really do your most impact, you dropped the ball. And this is an uphill battle for you. Because Pusha, and here's another thing too about the 40 thing. Pusha is such a smart and calculated dude. He met, he said something in the interview about, and we talked about it, I think, earlier, a few minutes ago. He knows Drake's ego and how paranoid or really how sensitive Drake can be. This could be another tactic used to baffle Drake. But this could be. This could is. be. I mean, it is. This yeah. could be. And, sorry, to you off, and I'm going to give Pusha a lot of credit for this. Pusha has more successfully than Drake control the narrative between them. Yeah, he, he, he's controlling this whole thing. Yeah, he's controlling the whole fight. He's controlling the whole fight. Like, Drake has been moving, like, off of, like, pushing T, like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but he's controlling whatever Drake's doing. Like, he got Drake, like, like on a puppet. Like, he, yeah. Yeah, he does. And that's why Drake is more focused and concerned about Kanye for a strategic standpoint or just from the actual standpoint of the story. But I just feel like that track, man, it's 
I think it loses a little bit of its luster unless it's truly groundbreaking. And I think the reason why it's going to lose some of its luster is because it's going to be like, yeah, we can prove. You're going to be like, ah, yeah, fuck Kim K. But that's the thing. It's, that's going to be more towards Ye. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be more towards Ye. It ain't going to be about push. It ain't going to be about push. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's going to take more than that. Like, you want to have to go down and dirty. And Drake is proving that he's not willing to go down and dirty. And that's why it's like, yo. And that's why it's like, yo, push your one. Push his control and everything. And for Drake, this is a lost cause. It's like, bro, you can't do it. You you, you can't do it. You win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. The best way to go about it is you got to move on and put it to the side, bro. Put it behind you. Clearly, the push it thing, what did it really do to Drake? Negatively. I mean, nothing. There's nothing. But I mean, like, but seriously though, like, I mean, because this beef could have been more. This I mean, beef could have been more detrimental to Drake than Meek. It's like, a, it's like what Meek did. Meek, Meek didn't. I mean, Pusha won the battle, but Meek didn't win the battle. But he, he put something out there that's always gonna stick with Drake, like the ghostwriting thing. Yeah. Like, that's gonna always stick, and we always gonna know that came from Meek Mill. We know Drake had a kid because of Pusha T, like, and we're always gonna remember the way we found out about Drake's kid was Pusha T saying it in the diss. But in further hindsight, though, when you look at what what Meek's thing was against Drake with the ghostwriting, you had a lot of logical people who looked into it and saw that wasn't true, and we saw after why, bro, we heard the reference. A reference track is not the same as Ghostwriting, bro. So what is it? He copied and pasted? No, the reference track is simple. Bro, you've probably made reference tracks with your time in the studio. That's different. Especially when the dude that you're making the track with is credited. You're right. Quinn, Quinn's been credited. And again, I heard those tracks. Side note, folks. I go front. I'll be bumping some of those reference tracks. I'm like, goddamn, dude. I'm actually playing these balls, man. I see the potential. But it's... Two lines out of 32, man's credited. They never denied working with him. You're right. They acknowledged it. Drake don't fuck with him. He don't, but they acknowledge him. Like, even on, uh, what was it? What a time to be alive and uh, on two of those records. He had on 30 for 30, the pen is working if you need some ghost lines. I thought you wanted yours, like I got one on mine. So I might take Quentin to Fathers. Yeah. You hit your life, to be honest. And Quentin responded and said, I don't need Drake to take me to Fathers. Well, you might, <laughs> hey, you want to spend an extra 20,000? You want to spend another 20,000, brother? I, I, I would advise you to take the trip. I would take the trip. I would take the trip. But if you can't take me to Fathers. Hey, brother, take me. I want to pay for everybody's kind of That's how I am already when I go to the strip club. Con Edison bills are getting paid for. That's what I do. I keep the lights on. But look, I just feel like that was proven not to be there. But that is something, like you said, it sticks with them. Because you do have people like the Style Speed that's going to always refer to that despite the opposite. But Push's thing could have been more devastating. Or to me, it is more devastating. Because the child thing, even though it's logical for what Drake did, in terms of like, yo, like, I'm keeping this business private, which a ton of famous people do, people always bring that up. Oh, you have time to do this and that, but you don't have time to do that for your child? <laughs> yada, 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 yada. Like, this mad stuff, the blackface, something that I will not <coughs> defend. And I said that from day one. I said, I'm not defending that, bro. 
I said, I'm not defending that. No way. I can't defend that. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But the other parts of the Fisher interview that caught my attention was, for one, I, I think there might be a little resentment from Pusher in regards to good music. Because... Oh, shit, Joe was asking him. Yeah, because it's like, honestly, if you really think about it, it's true. Like, you are the one who is in the hot seat because of your connection with Ye. You the only one that really gets a battle. And I'll even say this. Pusher to me looks like he has to lie for the sake of other artists. Yeah. He has to lie. And I caught that vibe from him throughout that part of this interview. Oh yeah, I knew he was capping when he when he was asking about the whole Tiana thing, uh big home, especially designer. Mm-hmm. And it was I knew it was all cap. Even when he said he's working on his album, he's about to drop another album, then they asked him, Oh, is it all produced by Ye? He goes, Oh, I don't know yet, we're about to find out. How is it almost done if he doesn't even know if he's like I mean, I understand last time you said he scrapped everything and then produced everything over, but like, these guys are capping out here. Cap? That's the thing. That part of the interview really got my attention even more than the 40 thing. Because again, I heard the 40 part, I was like, that's not true because of what you said before and the other stuff. But it was like, you really in this position, bro, where, again, you got to do a whole lot of defending and changing up your mindset just to appease the other man. Kanye don't do the things for you that you do for Ye. Nobody really on good music do the things for you that you do for them. Come on, bro. You were excusing Sean's lack of competition. Yeah, and honestly, I don't remember seeing anyone from Good Music stand behind Pusha drop the highlight against Drake. I didn't see them post nothing. I didn't see a caping for Pusha. I didn't hear nothing. He out here talking about, yeah, I'm doing it for sure. When he, he was coming at a show. I didn't even see any of them boost up Daytona. Facts. Bro, so to me, that passion that came out of him says something. You know you got to do a whole lot of things that you may not feel comfortable with. And you can say, oh, I got to do it because it's the music industry. B.S. Pusher. You wish you would have just got the simple things that you've given to others, man. That loyalty, that consistency, the the realness. There is no reason to excuse Sean, for example, for why he's ducking the smoke from Kenny. Facts. For you, for basically y'all, y'all butchered Tiana's rollout and the album. Y'all butchered Designer. It's like, bro, you in a position where you gotta lie and backpedal. Facts. And truth. And oh. it, it's like his, and that's like he, that's an ego problem because. He talked so much about Wayne and Drake and their whole like situation and now like their whole situation is all like it's good. So it's like good music seem like they all fucked up over there, but you don't wanna make it seem like they fucked yeah. up because all the shit he done spoke like that's karma, bro. It's karma man and like again yeah, man, that, that that interview was a good interview. I enjoyed it. But I, I do think again just the before we move on. Like I said, I believe in both Drake and Pusher. Yeah, I, I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. I was thinking that when I watched Pusher's um, interview, I'm like, I believe him and I also believe Drake. And I feel like maybe if they spoke, they'll get the truth and then, like, we'll know. But then, other than, like, all we can do right now is just piece everything yeah. out. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. 
And actually, here's another reason why I think Pusha might be uh, more active in this in his latest pursuit of Drake. Because as much as you got the win, how you got the win is under question. You ain't just clean up Drake. You ain't just put everything together. Dudes know, realistically speaking, where you got your info from and how it happened. And I think Pusha being egotistical as he is and aware, I think that bothers him. Because he's 12. What? He's 12. Yeah. I think that bothers him. That's just, that's just my theory. That's my deep dive. But I think that bothers him. Like, it ain't just enough for you to win. You ain't win in that dominant fashion that think did. Yeah, they bowed out. Yeah, they yeah you saying, just like, stuff. But we yeah. know about Ye and how that came together. He flew all the way over. I was just talking to Joe about his podcast about Drake's interview. Like, really, bro? Yeah. And you're the victim. He took a flight. He took a flight to go sit on a podcast mm-hmm. and talk about his interview he had last week. And you're the winner. And then you speak for three hours. Drake's interview was what, like twenty minutes? Five, yeah. Maybe not even twenty. It's like fifteen. Yeah. That says something. That says something. Fifteen man. minutes. He's over there talking for like three hours. And I mean, like they broke it up and like talked about little like other things, but always went back. To Drake and push it like every 15 minutes. That says something. That says something. But that's enough about Drake and Pusha, man. Other things is on the agenda. Juice World the Future. Yes. Sir. New world on world drugs. drugs. I like how you actually wrote it the way it's stylized, too. That's impressive, too. A lot of people will be tempted to put the O oh, yeah. between them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you got it. Kick this off, brother. How you feel about it? Still Were you excited to hear Juice and Future was playing? It actually was. Um, I really like Juice World. I've said it probably on the show a few times. I really yeah, I give you credit for putting me on that. And I'm a big fan. Yeah, he's, he's dope, bro. I told you. Um, I really like Juice World. I always love Future, especially when Future's in his Hendrix bag. Yeah. And um, once I think. Brantley had sent me to tweet like in a group chat that Future like tweeted something about him and Juice WRLD about to drop a project this yeah. week. I was gassed. I'm like, oh yeah, it's lit. I'm like, it's lit. I already know it's gonna be fire. I'm like, it's gonna be intended bag because Juice WRLD's on that like post balloon type of music type of whatever. Rap R and B. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, it's, I'm, I already knew I'm like, yo, it's melodies on melodies. So. Last night I actually fell asleep, like watching the game, and I was waiting for it to drop. And um, I ended up waking up in the middle of the night and listening to like a few tracks, like to put me back to sleep. And it was kind of like fire. I ended up listening to like seven tracks or whatever. And how many songs were that? Sixteen. About sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, I took my first listen to the project this morning. Yeah, I listened to it over this morning. It is. Yeah, 16. How many of the records do you like that are 16? Um, probably, it's not even that much. Uh, it's a, like the, the tape is good, like it's a good vibe, but personally, like, I probably like it about like five or six tracks. Yeah, we're in the same ballpark. I liked, like, probably no more than seven. Yeah. 
nowhere to set They do have a hit though. They had a hit in Fine China. Yeah, Fine China is Fine China's gonna be the one. Fine China, I like Fine China. I like Red Bentley with Young Thug. Afterlife is dope. Afterlife is dope. Uh, Oxy with Future and Wayne. Oh, I would love that. I mean, of course I would, but yeah. like, <laughs> it's fire though. I can't even like it. Like, it's not even being like fire. It's fire. Oh, uh, Transformer with Nikki. I didn't like that. You didn't like it? I I can't even say if I liked it or not because like, every time, like I listened to it twice and both times I got to that track, I like zoned out. So it's like, I don't know. I like the project. I like the project, but I think the project, some of the lowlights of it, comes down to something that we've talked about, which is, man, sometimes, yo, the music just gets to be so repetitive. Yeah. Like, it's like, yo, this sounds like a demo. Like, yeah, I just it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, 16, like, they're like, like, nobody knew they were going to do, like, a joint, a joint project together. So, I feel like they could have just gave us, like, 10, 10 tracks. I would have been, because I was expecting, some of the best records to me were highlighted by Juice World. Yeah, Juice World's a beast. He is, but it's just like, I don't know. Some people actually, I'm like, why I'm saying I don't know what I do now. Um, some people will look at that as like a bad thing. Because they'd be like, yo, like, your future. And why is this young boy? And I was probably his age. I didn't even know he was 19. I said, damn, you're 19, son? And it's like he's outshining you. It's like he's the one that has to carry the records like, and it's funny because it's like, it, it takes you back to three years ago and what a time to be alive and drop. And Matt B was like, yo, like, future, outshine, Drake, like, he really got in his bag and outshine him. Of course, me and I'm just at it as high. So Drake, Drake and Future, like, Future took it and it's like, okay, I'm about to do this joint thing with Drake. Like, this shit is really about to take New York. Drake is the biggest artist in the world type yeah. shit. So it's like, he got to go hard. Yeah. So he had no choice but to go hard. He probably like he probably listened to Juice World, but didn't really tap into Juice World. He probably was five or whatever, like his five or whatever. He was younger, so Future probably wasn't like going as hard or getting like in his like bad bad. Like, yeah. Like the Future Future, he probably was just like doing whatever bullshit. You know, the Future can make a song in probably like ten minutes. So. <laughs> I think they was in the studio only for like a few days, and they said yeah. like, we, we recorded so much to drop a tape, so that's why they did it. So future was just probably bullshitting and you know Juice World, he's looking at it like oh it's future like he probably grew up listening to this guy oh for sure like i gotta go hard so like that's why it's gonna seem like he outshined him because he's going hard juice world is so damn talented yo and he can spit too he can spit he can spit like we have the next on the agenda but like that record him and yachty have yacht club oh my god that shit is Ridiculous. I don't appreciate the Drake pregnant line, but um, <laughs> that, shit that joint fire. gets harder and harder as the record goes on. I said chill out. Yeah, I don't even get to the album yet, my boy. He's a producer. Shout out um, Smoked Out. Word, word. So, so. He's a producer. He, um, me and him, we like, well, we vibe, like, we like both love Wayne, but we also love like, oh, like the same type of music. Like, he always sends me like, Juice World shit, future shit. Like he put me on some like old Juice World. So basically, he sent me a screenshot of the Yachty and um, Juice World track and like sent fire emojis. I'm like, chill, bro, chill. I didn't even get to the project yet. <laughs> He's like, it's fire, bro, it's fire. Bro, I went to listen to the project. 
Okay, every time I get to that song, because I know, like, me and him, we always, like, think the same song is five. So I'm like, once I got that shit, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's lit. I heard it, I'm like, oh, this shit is fire. Yeah, that joke's hard. They I kept, like, back. they really, like, progressed in terms of, like, how they were going about it. And I was like, that's absurd. And I was happy because, you know, like, even going back to when we started doing Foresight, I was a big Lil Yachty fan in the beginning. And then I felt like his last couple projects was like disappointing to me. It was like, yeah, there's some records that I like, but it's like, damn, like, yeah, um, these I records ain't like, gone. This might be one of his best projects because. This is a bounce back project. Yeah, because all of his projects, I'm not even gonna lie, I probably listened to them once when he came out, and I never like went back to them. But this joint I listened to, I told you I didn't finish, but the joints I heard, like, is good. Every record. I think either before his debut and including that, I liked in terms of full projects. And then the ones he released after, I was like, yo, what is this? Yeah. I was like, yo, I don't, I was like, this is not the logo that like I really began rocking with. And this one was like a return to form. This one was a return to form, bro. Like, I feel yeah. like he didn't force the issue. Nah, I feel like he, was, like, he got in his bag on this one. He didn't, and the Kevin Gates record's hard too, that he got. Yeah, the Kevin Gates record's hard. So, who's Kevin Gates? He's feel good at rapping again because, yo, his last album. I didn't listen to it. You didn't listen to Kevin Gates' last album? No. The one that had the two phones running? No. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I don't really do check anything like that. But still, I thought you might have heard just, just because. I don't know. That probably wasn't fun. Like, yeah, I listened to the OG. I was like, this is tough, man. He's nice, but I'm that type of person, like, I don't know if there's something about you like I just don't really like. I just don't like logic. I still haven't even listened to anything of this. Like even like <laughs> I just knew it was gonna be dope. People said dope. I never checked for it, bro. That's just me. I don't know certain people like like I love music, but it's just certain people. It's just something about you. It's just like I just won't even care. Like just go with yeah. I think that was probably me with like Big Mensa. Yeah, him. I don't. I don't know anything from. That was probably me like with Big Mensa. I was like. I even commented on like an academics posted that he posted it to me. I'm like, I still don't even know one song from this guy. Like, who is he? Like, stop posting him. Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't feel encouraged to listen to Big Mensa until um freaking I, I saw I saw Jay-Z perform and freaking Big Mensa was the opener. And Big Mensa had like yeah, Big Mensa had like a good set and that they wanted to rip which was like home record. And I was like, yo, I actually like this. And that like encouraged me to listen to like the autobiography of Big Mensa. Even then, I only like like three records. <laughs> I was like, three of them giants, yo. But speaking of Big Two, did you feel like that freestyle that was talked about from the one he did at the BT Hip Hop Awards? Like, do you feel like that was controversial? Yeah, but. They believe that, that was X's name that he said that had to be. I know that, yeah, of course. I know that. I don't, like, first of all, I heard, like, it was recorded when he was alive. Okay. And then, like, they just aired it. Triple X, you know, you won't live that long, whatever the line was. Yeah, so it's like, I understand, but then again, it's like, BET is kind of, like, corny. I feel like BET is corny, because it's like, everybody knew of the freestyle before that awards aired on TV. Um... I think they had time to do another freestyle yeah. or whatever. At least the, yeah, 
Yeah, they, they cut it. I don't know, bro. Then they cut it in the fact they should never hear it. This it is side note. This is like raisin. It is. Freak. My bad, guys. We had chocolate chip cookies. Raisin is trash. But um. But yeah, I feel like they should never hear it. They did it for like publicity, attention, ratings. Yeah. So people would like watch because they knew everybody was going to either see that. Or, yeah, everybody was going to see the Pikmin to see if Cypher or the whole world. And it was easy to guess that it was Triple X just because it's like... Well, the whole world was trash. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't watch it. Me, I, I, I only went to watch because of, like, Little Wayne. Like, I kept clicking back yeah. to, like, watch Little Wayne. I was watching um, SmackDown Live's, like, 1,000th episode in um, Celtic game. Yeah. And then I would just go there to, like, see when Little Wayne was coming, when Little Wayne was coming. If he wasn't on the screen, Change. Change. <laughs> it's just trash. But yeah, that's a big thing, man. Controversial as hell. But before we wrap up, uh, Nick and Cardi. We we decided to talk about this because apparently, according to y'all, uh, Team Nicki and then Team Cardi, it seems like the two artists were taking shots at each other. And I think from Nicki, it was on World on Drugs. She had a couple lines saying something about. A million show, you sell a million vanilla on the low. In case you guys don't know, Million Vanilla was like this R and B group from overseas back in like the eighties and nineties. That was like these very good looking guys that seemed to be talented, but they were lip singing. <laughs> they weren't real singers. They were lip singing. They couldn't even speak a lick of English, and they got like exposed and stuff. And some folks was like, "Yo, is that's what she's saying about Cardi?" Because we know how. Nicki and Cardi been associated, and Nicki that has feelings against Cardi, and then when it came to Cardi, Cardi may have had some lines on Yachty's project that was like, "Y'all yeah, 0 for three and attacking me, giving out the smoke, chicks are scared of me." Who wants smoke? Who wants smoke yeah, who wants smoke? Do you think you'll take more shots at each other? Honestly, because um, we spoke about it like before the show, I gotta go back and listen or whatever, maybe next episode. What chance would do you give it though that those two are going out? Oh, I give it uh, 100%. Like, I know they probably are, but I just want to go listen for myself, like yeah. to see because like I love like when I hear like ooh she's talking about this, she's talking. Yeah. But I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. Really, those two records on both albums, I just like just zoned out, but I wasn't really paying attention. I definitely think they are too, and I think this is something that we'll definitely save in the stash for next week. Because I think the more we listen and the more we find out, I'll, I'll be ready for that. That's the next lyrical beef I want. It'd be dope. I mean, that's the next lyrical beef I want. I mean, like, Nikki's gonna murder Nikki has You really feel like that? Bro, Carter. You really feel like Nikki's going I'm not saying you're wrong in thinking that. Bars, I disagree, bro. but you really think. Do you really think Nikki's gonna wipe Nikki on well out and bar the fuck out of Cardi? Bro, she would outbar half of the niggas in the game right now. And that's just facts. I feel like Cardi got some of the stats. Oh, she doesn't. I feel like she does, yeah. Like, I fuck with Cardi or whatever. She, like, she'll go hard. Like, she'll probably have some shit that'll go hard, but she's not going to outbar nobody. It's the most she can do to win is expose her. She's not going to outbar her. But, alright, so you think Cardi. I'm talking about just bars. I ain't talking about making songs or nothing. I'm just talking about bar for bar. Alright, so like, last one, last question then. Do you think what would generate a bigger reaction? 
Nikki's this or Cardi's this? Cardi's this. That's why I feel like Cardi's gonna win. Okay. I, feel yeah, like I get what you're saying, but I just know, like, if we was to listen, Nikki would fuck Cardi up. And there's no disrespect to Cardi. Like, I love Cardi. I love both of them, but I just feel like Nikki's nice, bro. Like, she be out barring these niggas, bro. Like, Cardi don't be doing that. Sometimes I need Nikki to remind me because it doesn't sound like she. Yeah, I know you do. I know because honestly, I haven't heard nothing in a while. Like, she really went super hard on me, but like, she died bar. But I think before she got Cardi, she needs to go like Quavo from Hotspur. But yeah, man, that's today's episode. You know, we touched on everything we needed to touch on, man. Simply put, you know, here at Foresight, we always give you guys a variety of things to listen to. You know, whether it's a quick episode, long episode, and we touched on it as usual. That was episode 56. We have a fun night tonight. Uh, I'll be, you know, in a, making a rare appearance in the studio. Yeah, to see Johnny, you know. Almost a studio session yeah, tonight. Yeah, you know, I can see how that is. The boy will be in here. Making, you know, uh, noteworthy observations <laughs> to see for myself and to talk about. But yeah, man, make sure again you follow us on Instagram and Twitter under the same name, Foresight Pod. Um, definitely make sure that you, uh, Searching up, searching us up on YouTube, Arden and Wills, man. A new video came up from us uh, a few days ago from the last episode, from two episodes ago. A new video is coming up tonight, Friday night. And again, listen to us, review and subscribe, and make sure you follow along. Thank you for the support as usual. Once again, man, for your boys up top, for your boys down low, you already know how it goes, man. It's been not too long. The man himself will be back home, free body, and I, 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 I'll talk to you guys next time.